0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Fifth Seal, episode 31. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring awareness to the persecuted church throughout the year. We do two episodes a month. This is why the numbers you'll notice go down. We count down the World Watch list from 50 to number 1. We do two every month from 50 to number 31, which we're at today. And then through the month of November, starting November 1st, Through the 30th, we count down number 30 through number one of the World Watch list to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world. I give you some updates on uh, stories about Christian persecution, and then we look at some prayer points for um, that week's uh, country on the World Watch list. So we are at number 31 this week. Starting uh, next week on the 1st, we will start Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Why is it Persecuted Church Awareness Month? i didn't know who to talk to to make it official so i declared it myself it is november persecuted church awareness month it just happens that international persecuted or prayer international day of prayer for the persecuted church happens to fall in november i had no idea it just seems to work that way so november is it that is the month so every day in november i will bring you stories of persecution and we will talk about a country on the world watch list and we will pray for those countries. If you know anybody who might be uh interested in being part of this who would like to join us to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world add them we have a facebook page the fifth seal Um, have them subscribe to the youtube channel they can get all the other content that i put out as well um and ask them to join and just be part of this uh time where we come together and lift up our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world we're going to jump in we're going to look at, this is a story from uh, persecuted, persecution.org. Uh, second Bible translator killed in northern Cameroon. Two months ago, suspected, suspected Fulani militants in northern Cameroon attacked villages in Wum. Yes, that's Wum. W- W-U-M. During the attacks, they killed a man named Angus Fung, who had served for years as a Bible translator. Angus and others had with him helped write the new testament into the agam language for the people of northern cameroon though it is more likely that this killing was due to the civil strife taking place in cameroon it does not lessen the sadness of the loss just this past sunday another na- man named benjamin Ter- benjamin Pem, who had been in the same village same project as angus Fung, was also killed in his home again locals of the village said it was fulani militants who had been ordered by the government to attack any individuals or groups who are helping the separatists if this is the case this again is more politically driven than religiously but it also shows that the government in cameroon must do more to protect their citizens if it is true that the government in cameroon has hired mercenaries to attack their own people then they must be held accountable allowing groups to attack villages destroy homes and kill people should never be justified it's a wrongful act by the government against its own citizens if true if it is false They've got to ensure the safety of their own people from outside entities uh, who are looking to hurt those who are sworn to protect. Whichever the case, please be praying for the safety of Christians in northern Cameroon as the fight continues to grow between the Anglophone and the Francophone populations. And again, they, they say that this may be politically motivated to have two uh, Bible translators killed in the same village in the same on the same project just seems... Uh, too coincidental to me. So again, but these guys are there with the intent of of serving Christ, translating the word of God into the language of these people, and they're being killed, uh, whether it's simply because they're Christian or because they're just in the in that place because they're Christian, their faith in Christ is as what has uh, the the purpose that they were there and and why they were killed, and they were willing to die and be there and be in harm's way simply because of their faith in jesus so continue to pray for this village uh the christians that are there um let's keep them in our prayers and um, and hope that that you know the the government there in cameroon begins to uh protect its citizens uh next story i want to talk about just give a little bit of update on uh leah sharibu um, again, Leah was a 14-year-old girl um, who was kidnapped uh, at her school when uh, Boko Haram came and uh, and kidnapped 109 girls from this school in Nigeria. Um, and you probably remember all the hype that went on. Hashtag Bring Our Girls Back was a a big thing going on. All of um, all of those girls, except for. Uh, Five who were killed have been released except for one. So 109 girls kidnapped. Five of those, unfortunately, were killed uh, by their captors. The other, um, let's see if I can do math, 103 have been released and uh, returned to their village, all except one. Leah uh, Sherabu is the one who was not returned to her village um, simply because she refused to renounce her Christian faith. She remains in captivity to this day. Um, she is, uh, we we get some updates. I was trying to find something more concrete than what I shared last time, which all we know is she is still alive. Um, and that's about it. Um, and so we want to be praying for her. There is, I'm trying to find it. I thought I had it on here. There is a prayer vigil happening on the 26th of Saturday in Washington DC. There is a a prayer vigil going on for Leah um in uh it is October 26th. I don't see a time, but it is happening um in Washington DC. I know Ted Cruz is somehow involved in this. Um Nagme Panahi is involved in this. Miriam Ibrahim is involved in this, um, bringing this together to get people to come together and pray for the safe return of Leah to her her family. And again, she is still in captivity simply because she will not renounce her faith in Christ. She is standing on on the word of God, on her testimony of Christ. Uh, She's not been killed yet, which is... Um, a miracle in and of itself, uh, God providing and protecting her, um, but we need to pray that she's returned home to her family um, and released, so be praying for her. Um, I will put in the uh, Fifth Seal uh, Facebook page. I'll get more information about what time it's going on, if it's going to be stream live on social media or broadcast anywhere i'll get you guys more information on that i just couldn't find it tonight um on here so with that we will look at we are number 31 on the world watch list we are looking at jordan so uh, a few things about jordan the facts uh its region is the middle east persecution is islamic oppression the persecution level is very high population of uh Jordan. I just completely forgot where we were looking at. Population is million, or 9,904,000. Of those, about 130,000 are Christians, so a very small Christian population. The main religion is Islam. Um, it's a parliamentar- parliamentary constitutional monarchy, and the leader is King Abdullah II. So, um, Converts Christian, to Christianity from Islam experience a great deal of persecution from all parts of Jordanian society, usually beginning at home, which can include serious violence and even killings. And even killing. Tribalism is strong in Jordan, and ethnic group leaders also try to force converts to renounce their new faith. The same is true for Islamic leaders who consider converts to be to still be Muslim. Radical Islamic movements are a source of persecution. Or Christians and Jordanians and of other religions, of other religious faiths, including Muslims. Government officials monitor the churches and ministries of Christians active in evangelization. Hate that word evangelism um, and pressure them to stop these activities. Historical churches fear that any form of evangelism will result in a backlash affecting all Christians. Most Christians in Jordan belong to the Orthodox and Roman Catholic denominations. Overall, they enjoy a relatively high level of religious freedom, but experience discrimination in employment and restrictions against public preaching. An open testimony about faith by a Christian with a Muslim background can lead to beatings, arrests, and being killed. Believers active in evangelism and or helping converts can face uh, persecution through threats and obstruction of daily life as well. A couple examples. In August 2018, ISIS sympathizers planted a bomb at a music festival in a majority Christian town, uh, the majority Christian town of Ice, police found stockpiles of explosives extended for further attacks. A small number of Christians with a Muslim background were reportedly arrested for reasons directly or indirectly related to their faith, and some converts were allegedly physically abused and suffered death threats from family members. Reportedly, a number of converts had left their houses and were forced into hiding or seeking another place to live, um, either outside inside or outside the country. Several foreign missionaries were also forced to leave the country because of their Christian activities. So uh, some prayer points for Jordan. Um, Pray for the wisdom and courage of believers to be true disciples uh, as a small minority in a Muslim-dominated culture. Pray that the international community would support Jordan in integrating religious freedom and the security policies aimed at countering religiously motivated radicalism and terrorism pray for christian converts interrogated by police and abused by family members pray the lord would provide protection and healing and pray that muslims would be overwhelmed by the love of their christian neighbors and begin to ask questions that draw them towards christ so let's pray father we thank you again for the medium that you've given us the the internet uh, a way to enter into the public square that to reach people in ways we, we've never been able to before and that this is, is such an effective way of coming together in, in prayer, even if it's across a time span, Lord. I, I'm, I'm praying this now and people are going to be praying over the following days along with me, Lord. And It's just amazing that you have provided this for us as a way to um, share your gospel, ultimately the, the best use of the internet is to uh, to put forth your gospel to put forth the good news to this is the this is the new public square lord and and so we praise you for for providing this for us god we we lift up our brothers and sisters in cameroon especially those who are there as missionaries um, who are there because of their faith in you and their desire to bring the word of god uh, to the people who are living there translating the word into their native language i pray for the families of these men who were killed because they they were serving you in an area where they wanted to see uh, people come to to be saved and believe in your gospel, Lord. So I, I lift up their families. I pray that you provide for them, give them peace, um, and strengthen their faith, Lord. I lift up the family of Leah, and I lift up Leah herself, Lord. I pray that you continue to give her strength to stand firm in her faith in you uh, in the midst of her captors, Lord. I pray that as this is all happening, that you give uh strengthen the faith of her her, her mother and her family, um, and those who are, are actively praying for her. Lord, I pray for peace, and I pray that that you give um, courage to continue to stand, to demand that that she be released, that the governments do something to bring this girl home to her family. And Lord, finally, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Jordan. We do pray for wisdom and courage for those believers that are there, that they would continue to stand firm in their faith in you, um, that they would have a true uh, knowledge of who you are and um, and a desire to share your gospel with those around them, even in uh, a, as a small minority in a, a Muslim-majority country, Lord. Pray that um, the international community would support Jordan in integrating religious freedom, um, that they would change the security policies um, and bring freedom to those who, who want to um, practice their faith as their as their their conscience dictates. Lord, I pray for all those converts who are interrogated by police and family members. I pray that you provide protection, healing, and just courage to continue to stand in their faith. And I pray for Muslims in that area that they would be overwhelmed by the love of their Christian neighbors. That those those Christians would be bold to stand and and share your truth, and that the Muslims would recognize that in the midst of persecution, that they are still willing to stand firm in your gospel and share your truth in God, that that would be a conviction to them for their sins, and that you would use that to draw them to you. And Lord, ultimately, again, as we always do, we pray that in all these things, that you are glorified, that all of this is not just a, a time to, to be seen and to be heard, but God, that we ultimately do all of this to bring you glory and, and to praise your name, and it is in your name we pray, Lord. Uh, Jesus, Amen. Again, thanks, guys, uh, for watching, for being part of this. Please invite people to come up as we get into November. Um, send an invitation from the the Facebook page. I'll, I'll post a link to that in the description below. Um, uh, you know, add a, invite people to come if they, if they are prayer prayers, um, if they are Christians who love their brothers and sisters around the world who are being persecuted. Please invite them to become come and be part of this as we go through the next month daily praying and lifting up our brothers and sisters and learning more and more about the persecution that goes on around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are absolutely necessary. And until next week on the 1st of November, Soli Deo Gloria.